everyone, and welcome to Nothingness, the podcast about nothing. I'm your host, Stephen, and this is the podcast where we talk about nothing, which basically includes everything. Today we have on tap, we're going to do a little bit of a sports corner, talk about some baseball and a little bit of wrestling, talk about Jack and Molly as well and their supportive opening day and the Angels. Going to talk a little bit about our Halo and Moon Knight episodes that we um, have kind of been starting. We saw in the next episodes, episode four of Halo and three of Moon Knight, so we'll talk about those. And we're also going to talk about the supernatural, like ghosts and things like that. Ooh, so that should be fun. We'll kind of um, t- conversate about that. Again, you can find us on Twitter at nothingness underscore pod. Find us at Instagram and TikTok at CapJackAttack. See videos and pictures of Molly and Jack. And you can find us at Nothingness, the podcast about nothing on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, and pretty much anywhere that you can find your podcast, Apple Podcasts as well. But anyways, I appreciate you guys tuning in, and we're going to go ahead and get going. So first, I kind of wanted to talk about some baseball. So the first thing is we had Clayton Kershaw, who, for those who don't know, he is the starting pitcher for the Los Angeles Dodgers. He had his first start of the season the other day. He went seven perfect innings. So for those who aren't familiar with baseball, perfect game perfect inning is basically in a game you have 27 batters come up and 27 batters go down you don't allow anyone to reach base no walks no hits no errors anything like that and he pitched seven perfect innings there's nine innings in the game a perfect game there's only been a total of 23 i believe is what the number has been i apologize if i'm off on that in major league history so again not a huge common occurrence and it is a special feat clayton kershaw only pitched seven innings did not complete the perfect game it was his first start of the season he was at 80 pitches and the manager dave roberts took him out and didn't have him finish the game After the game, Roberts and Kershaw were both on the same page that it didn't make sense for him to keep going. He, the most pitches Kershaw said that he pitched before this was 75 pitches in a simulated game. He's not stretched out yet. Season just started. Makes a lot of sense. A lot of people on Twitter and in the media were complaining that they didn't let him go out there and try to go for it, all that kind of stuff. I think they made the right call. In the end, Kershaw handled it perfectly. He talked about how he wasn't, it it was the right decision, the right thing to do. Obviously, whether he believes that or not, that's only him is going to know, but I'm pretty sure that he's going to agree with that. I saw some stats where they talked about, like, on his first start of the season, the last, like, nine seasons or something, he averages about 80 pitches. He was right at that mark. He's. The last nine season, he hasn't been as healthy as he was his first few seasons he pitched. He's obviously getting older. It was the right move to pull him. As much as like you want to see a guy go for that perfect game, again, this is a special thing that doesn't happen very often. It's it's 
not the right move to do, especially for a team like the Dodgers, who, again, for them, it's a World Series or bust at this point. Their team's so talented. They're so good. That's kind of how it is. It doesn't matter what Clayton Kershaw does in a start in the first week of the season. It matters what he does for them in the playoffs. And Kershaw seemed on board with that. And yeah, so it was interesting. I mean, obviously you're always going to get people who are going to want him to go for it. I'm a guy who like, yeah, go for that perfect game. Go for that no hair. Like, do what you can. But at the same time, you need to be smart. And in this situation, because it was his first start, there was no reason to push it. And also, too, we need to remember he has not been healthy recently. There's been shortened seasons, shortened spring training, a lot of stuff going on. So there's just no point in him rushing through and pushing through it when not there. That said, 13 strikeouts and seven innings, no walks, fantastic outing, and he's looking good. And I know a lot of people are want to count Kershaw out and say he's on the backside of his career, which he is, but he showed he still has something to give. And I think it's um, great for him and the Dodgers, as much as I dislike the Dodgers, it's good to see Kershaw you know, look good and have a good start and everything like that. And for all the people who think he should have stayed in and gone for the perfect game, I mean, I'm not going to necessarily disagree with you because, like, I know me personally, like, dude, I want to go for that perfect game. That's the competitor in me. That's what I want to do. But it was the right decision. And, you know, Kershaw, at least publicly saying it was the right decision. He's not second-guessing his manager. He's not second-guessing it. In the end, his opinion is the one that matters the most because he's the one who didn't get to finish that per- chance for a perfect game. But uh, one thing I liked about his interview too, he talked about like all the accolades. It's not about personal accolades. It's about winning games, stuff like that. And, you know, he, he wants to win another championship or two before he calls it quits. And he's done a lot in the game. So um, power to him. Um, again, a great outing. It looks good. And I like seeing it just because I like Kershaw and I want to see him continue to pitch well. I feel like he gets forgotten about how good he is. He gets a lot of pressure because, you know, he had some not so great outings in the playoffs before and stuff like that. But he's one of the best left-handed pitchers to ever pitch in the game of baseball. So it's good to see him have a good first outing of the season. Um, Wanted to talk about the dogs a little bit so the angels are now at three and three so we're we're at 500 we didn't do too well against the astros but we won a two-game series against the marlins about to start a series against texas um you know we had a good start from Syndergaard. the lorenzen who is cal state fortin go titans my alma mater he um, had a good first start for the Angels the other day. You know, we're we're starting to come together. Bats still haven't really woken up yet, but and you know they're going to be there with Chow, Otani, Rendon, all these great hitters they have. So things will come together, but off to a good start. But I wanted to talk about the dogs because, you know, Jack has an Angels jersey. Um, he's had it for a couple years now. And I realized when opening day was coming, I was wearing my jersey. I had Jack wear his. I'm like, I don't have one for Molly. So I went and picked up a jersey for Molly. Um, I will post a picture on Twitter. Um, I believe I posted one on Instagram already, so you can check it out. 
but you can see a picture of them wearing the Angels jerseys. Uh, Molly looks really good in red, by the way. But I gave her the option. You know, she didn't have to become an Angels fan, but she decided to um, be one with the family. Um, insert joke here. But anyways, um, I think the dogs look really cute in the Angels jerseys. Um, I know some people joke about dressing up dogs, stuff like that. I used to, when I first started working with a pet store way back in the day, like I used to kind of like, do people really dress up their dogs? But, you know, I do it all the time. I know we dress them up for Halloween. Jack and Molly were um, the Joker and Harley Quinn for this past Halloween. The family dogs, we always dressed them up. Um, I remember one year we did Cinnamon was a Lion. Pepper was, what was Pepper? Pepper was an Ewok. And then um, Sage was Wonder Woman. And then we had um, Beansprout was with us and she was a minion. So it was, um, we always kind of dress them up. Jack, I put interesting hats on him sometimes and stuff like that. I think he kind of like, doesn't care. He kind of doesn't like it, but doesn't care. Molly seems to like wearing them. I know um, there was a period of time not too long ago where it was getting kind of cold and my roommate noticed she was shaking a lot and put on one of her sweaters and she seemed to really enjoy having it on. So I do think she kind of likes wearing it a little bit, but that's my little thing. For those who dress up their dogs, power to it. I know I'd probably do it more than I should, but, you know, I take good care of them. I give them a good life. I think I'm allowed to have a little fun with it, but I don't think they hate me too much for it. Last little thing I want to talk about for sports. Um, we had Dwayne Haskins, who was a um, standout quarterback with Ohio State, and it was drafted in the first round, was with the team formerly known as the Redskins, um, now the Commanders, um, for a couple years, and then he's been a backup for Pittsburgh Steelers, and um, he tragically passed away the other day. He got um, hit by a dump truck, which the story is very interesting. There's not a lot of details. There's more coming out, but it's definitely an interesting thing that happened. Um, he was going across the highway got hit by a, a dump truck. It was early in the morning. I think it was like 6 a.m. local time. So it's kind of a weird story. It's very sad. Obviously, don't ever want to see someone, you know, go that way, go, period. We've talked about death um, a lot on the show, and we probably will continue to talk about it. The thing I wanted to kind of talk about the story, there was – um. The news got broken by Adam Schefter, who is an NFL analyst for ESPN. And um, he basically said in his original tweet announcing it was like, stand out at Ohio State and failed Washington quarterback. And it brought up a lot of interesting conversations. A lot of people went after him. He took the tweet down and changed it. He apologized. But I think the interesting aspect that really came out of it is kind of the dehumanizing of athletes and forgetting maybe that they're human beings. Um, obviously, your personal opinion on how he was as a player, what he did on the field is one thing, but... You know, we talked about a guy who tragically died, and he's 24 years old. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I was 10 years older than him. Like, he's a young kid, and it sucks. 
And to bring up, like, that type of thing in the headline, obviously, I think it it was a mistake. I know a lot of people are tackling Schefter and saying he does that a lot. A lot of athletes are coming out about it. And that's all, like, you know, there might be some stuff to it there. But I think for me, like, the dehumanization of it and just forgetting that they are human beings. I think we all do it. Maybe not to that certain extent, but like in this case, like a 24 year old got hit by a dump truck and died. Like we shouldn't be talking about what he was as a football player, personal life, stuff like that. Like we should let his family and friends mourn and, you know, celebrate a life that we lost type thing. And it should be a more respectful thing. And I feel like, you know, we see celebrities in general, you know, you talk about like paparazzi type stuff. We kind of dehumanize celebrities as well. And I think it's a similar issue with the media and the way that we have access to all these different things. Things can break. I know um, when Kobe Bryant passed away, like TMZ was the first one that broke it. And like, you know, that's not how you expect to find news like that. And it's just interesting how our media works, but I definitely think there is something there. I think it's something, you know, maybe a common theme that I've talked about on this show is we have to remember everyone's human beings and treat them like humans and be careful what we say. Um, be careful what we talk about. Um, you know, think before you talk type thing. There was something I saw the other day. I'm going to pull it up real quick because I did want to kind of talk about it. So, you know, they talk about, I was kind of talking about with one of my associates at work, like, you know, thinking before you speak and not speaking out of frustration or acting out of frustration. And, you know, it's a good way to really deal with people, deal with customers, associates, all that stuff. Um, the thing that I saw is, um, you cannot see your reflection in boiling water. Similarly, you cannot see the truth in a state of anger. When the water's calm, clarity comes. And I think that's a nice little, uh, proverb, whatever you want to call it, little advice to think about, like, you shouldn't act suddenly when it comes to things like that, you know, with, let's take this situation with Adam Schefter, like, Maybe he should have thought for a second about what he was going to say instead of just being in a rush to break the news and try to, you know, make this big headline or something like that. And think about what we're saying, what we're doing, how we're acting, and not just like in anger, but in calming our emotions in general, you know, in acting emotionally. Sometimes you have to let feel the emotions first before you act. And I think there's something there for that. But I definitely wanted to talk about with the Dwayne Haskins again, you know, rest in peace. Um, condolences out to his family, um, his wife, friends, um, everyone who lost. I mean, again, 24 years old, too young to go and um, to go the way he did. Um, so, but. I think there's something to think about. Like, remember that these celebrities, these athletes, they're human beings too. And we need to keep that in mind. And again, you know, I guess it's a common theme of the show, but, you know, treat people like human beings, treat people respectfully and 
remember that we're all human. Anyways, um, that's going to pretty much wrap our sports um, little corner up. So thank you for listening. Um, again, you can find us on Twitter at nothingness underscore pod. I would love to hear um, anything about your thoughts on Kershaw or dressing up dogs or, you know, the dehumanizing of celebrities or athletes, stuff like that. I'd definitely love to hear your comments. Um, if you want to talk about it in the next episode, something like that, that'd be great. We're going to take a short little break, and then we're going to head and come back and do our reviews of the last episodes of Halo and Moon Knight. Thank you guys again for tuning in to Nothingness, the podcast about nothing. Hi, right, welcome back, everyone, and thank you again for tuning in. Um, before we move on to Halo and Moon Knight, um, to show that I kind of do this um, on the seat of my pants and, you know, kind of go um, through, I remember I mentioned I was going to talk about wrestling. I totally forgot to talk about what I wanted to talk about. So I want to follow up the sports corner with a little bit about AEW wrestling. Um, again, All Elite Wrestling, you can find... Um, Dynamite on Wednesday nights on TBS and Rampage on Friday nights on TNT. Um, I really have fallen in love with a wrestler named Wheeler Yuta. He um, recently joined the Blackpool Combat Club, which is um, Brian Danielson and John Moxley. After the pay-per-view, they joined together with William Regal, and they have their nice little faction going and Will Yuta is really, he's kind of been someone to watch, a younger wrestler. He's only like 24 years old, and he's been impressing a little bit. He's been with the best friends, um, Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor, Trent Beretta, um, but now he's kind of jumped factions with them. He finally earned the respect of both of them. He lost to Danielson, but he showed some fight, and then the match on Rampage last Friday was amazing it was a fantastic match one of the better matches i've seen ever with um yuda and moxley it was just very brutal yuda showed quickness showed toughness obviously moxley is a beast and um he's hard to compete with and he just kept trying to knock yuda out and Wheeler Yuta just kept fighting back, and Yuta was bleeding. It was very bloody match, and what you expect from um, <laughs> the Blackpool Combat Club is probably going to be a common theme for them. But it was just a fantastic match. If you didn't get a chance to see it, if you don't watch a lot of wrestling, but you kind of want to check it out, you're okay with a little bit of bloodiness and stuff. Um, it's definitely something to maybe check out because it was just a fantastic match, and which is great last Friday on Rampage. And then, you know, he got to handshake William Regal. Didn't get slapped in the face this time like he did last time. And he's um, part of the group. And I'm just really excited because, again, I think I talked about when I talked about the pay-per-view coming up and everything, Danielson and Moxley, like, them as a team is just, I, I love it. The um, brutalness of them and just, the way they both wrestle in different ways, but have the same outcomes and the same goals. And William Regal, I'm really loving him on the mic and as their like manager. 
And then again, Yuta, he's really impressed me recently. And so they have a match coming this Friday, a um, trios match. So it'll be interesting to see how they go. Um, I'm currently wearing my War Dog shirt for Word Low, my first wrestling shirt I got in quite a long time since I had like a rock bottom one way back in the day when I was in um, junior high and high school. But um, I'm looking at getting a Blackpool Combat Club sweatshirt or something like that because um, I'm totally digging Danielson, Regal, Moxley, and Yuta. But if you get a chance to check out that match, again, sorry for those who don't really care about wrestling, but all elite wrestling is just, I'm loving it. And then I also wanted to kind of talk about a little bit. Um, I had a friend mention, like, asked, and really more of acquaintance, not like a close friend, but he um, asked if I watched WrestleMania, and I said I watched a couple matches, like, afterwards, but I wasn't into it because WWE I'm not into. And he's like, oh, well, you got to dabble into everything. And I'm like, you know, all elite wrestling, I'm loving what they're doing right now with their storytelling the way they're promoting the wrestlers. All the wrestlers seem to be a big part of it. WWE's got a lot of different things going on. Um, people talk about, you know, the person running the show is maybe running into the ground. They're letting a lot of talent go. Storylines can be boring. I mean, I gave WWE a chance. I fell out of wrestling when I was in high school. It was just, um, got kind of boring for me, got into other stuff. And then I tried getting back into it. And honestly, like, I find the WWE stuff boring. I find the matches not as exciting and the storylines um, seem dull, repeated, so to speak. I know me and Robert, my brother-in-law, talk about this a lot. Where AEW, there seems to be some freshness about it, some newness. And then these a lot of independent wrestlers, it's got an independent wrestling feel, even though you're watching it on TV and big pay-per-views. And I think... That's what I'm attached to. So, you know, again, everyone's allowed their opinion. You know, you can still enjoy WWE WrestleMania. But, you know, I consider myself a wrestling fan now. I wouldn't have maybe um, eight months ago. But I'm definitely into it now the last six months. But since September, so maybe a little longer than six months. Yeah, give or take. But anyways, like, WWE's kind of just lost my interest and again it's nothing against it for those who love wwe keep watching keep enjoying it but you know i'm pretty much all elite wrestling and just focusing on that right now and i've recently gotten into the bte the young bucks um youtube show been um catching up all the way from the beginning and watching that um listening to podcasts and i'm just loving it but anyways that's my little take on it um you know, nothing against watching different promotions, stuff like that. But I feel like AEW All Elite Wrestling is um, really winning the game right now. And I'm excited to see it keep going. And I hope it keeps going forward with, you know, the they own Ring of Honor now. A lot of these wrestlers came from Ring of Honor. They're adding in different um, promotions with it. I know last night they had um, on Dynamite, Samoa Joe won the TV ROH title. So... Um, go Samoa but it'll be um, it'll be exciting to see where it keeps going. Hopefully, AEW doesn't lose their steam. Obviously, they're gonna lose some talent here and there. I know Cody Rhodes already went back to WWE. They're gonna lose some talent, but hopefully, stick around. But 
again, um, you know, everyone's allowed to watch what they want. And again, you know, if you don't need, you can still be a wrestling fan and not watch AEW. You can be a wrestling fan and not watch WWE. You know, you do what you want to do and do what you enjoy and everything. But anyways, um, yeah, that's my segment. Um, Blackpool Combat Club. Interested to see where they go from here. Will Yuta's really winning me. Um, might be up in almost my second favorite now after Wardlow. Um, looking forward to Wardlow eventually getting his hands on MJF, but we'll talk about that another time. But again, I'm sporting my, you can't see it, but I'm sporting my AEW Wardlow, the Ward Dog, um, t-shirt right now so anyways that's my little bit on wrestling again aew you can check out dynamite on wednesday nights and friday rampage um and we have the battle of belts this weekend actually you know, i'm a special fight night on saturday so that'll be good as well so i guess that's my little plug for aew okay so let's go ahead and talk about um halo so halo episode four i actually watched it earlier today it was a very good episode. Um, I think I liked it better than the previous ones. Um, first episode I liked because there was a lot of action with the elites. This one, um, again, focused a lot on Master Chief. Is um, If you guys remember, we talked about the last one ended where they were going to his home planet, which you didn't find out about. And he's trying to build up his memories. He took his little um, pellet thing out so he can feel emotions again. This episode played more off of that. He saw some memories and stuff like that. He found out that the doctor kind of lied to him because the doctor said that she took him in when he was in the orphanage, but he saw a memory and a vision of her actually being there when his parents were still alive in his home. So there's definitely stuff going on there. We got to see what this second big artifact is that was on his home planet and what he was drawing about when he was a kid and what was attaching him. Again, we still really don't know where the connection is, why he's um, connected to this artifact and why when he touches it, it activates in a different way. There was um, some scenes with the um, doctor's daughter is doing research on the artifacts and stuff and she was with the other Spartans and having them touch it, see if they activate it and none of them have the same connection that Master Chief does and they just kept saying it's because he's Master Chief but there's obviously something going on there, there's some sort of connection and but it was a um, good episode with the other ones, so, you know, we learned stuff with John with Master Chief but, you know, we got to see the other Spartans interact outside of the Doctor and together and outside of Master Chief as well. We also got to see um, his former Spartan friend, um, Soren, who's watching after um, the girl from the first episode. They went back to her home planet and we're dealing with some stuff there. So it had some really good action and... It moved the story forward again. We still kind of don't know where it's going to go next, but we'll see. I know this episode didn't really show anything of the human that was with the Covenant, so we'll probably find out next episode again what her connection with Master Chief is. Um, it definitely had some good action, though, especially on the planet Magical with Soren and the girl. Um, sorry, I'm blanking on her name right now. But anyways, um, I enjoyed it. It was good. We'll see how the next episode goes. 
And but it's moving the story story forward. I did want to make a comment. I talked about how the um, they were talking about the ring and everything. It is the Halo. Um, so definitely they're starting to realize it's some sort of weapon, something like that. So we'll see, um, if they'll change it from the game or if it's going to be different. And, um, maybe we're going to get to see some flood at some point. So we'll see where that goes. So the next, um, episode was, um, Moon Knight. So episode three of Moon Knight. Talk about action. This episode had some really good action. There was um, some really cool fight scenes. I really like the one where they're, if you remember last episode, we talked about how they kind of ended up in Egypt. And he, um, Mark Spector was trying to get some information on where the tomb could be and was um, fighting with these guys and stuff. And the hand-to-hand combat was just fantastic. And I liked what they did with the camera angle and... Um, it was pretty cool. And the episode moved along a lot. There were some other Egyptian gods showed up and they kind of had like a meeting and everything. Khonshu, who is, um, using Mark as an avatar. He definitely, um, is not a favorite of the gods. He's been, um, casted out and punished. And in this episode, he ends up getting punished even more. And now he's trapped. We saw some more with, um, Kevin Bacon's Arthur character, um, he's definitely showing his villainous and his um, deceitfulness towards the gods because he's got a different plan out there that he's not supposed to be doing. And the episode ends again. Um, Conchu is trapped and no longer with Mark. So Mark and Steven with um, Mark's wife, Layla, are trying to figure out um, if they can beat Arthur to the tomb and try to find it and everything. Um, again, the action was really cool. I really liked bringing in the different Egyptian gods and showing their avatars and just the supernatural kind of stuff to it. Story moved along well and, and it's good action. And again, um, the interaction of, um, Oscar Isaac with himself of the Mark Spector and, um, Steven character it was really nice. We got to see Mr. Knight again. Um, the psycho Colonel Sanders. Um, that was kind of fun. Um, again, have an interesting, um, dynamic to the fight scenes and stuff like that, but definitely still enjoying the show really well. Um, I think it's like a six episode show, so we're halfway through. So we'll see how the last few episodes finish up and where it goes in from there. I'm sure we're going to have, they keep having a rumor that there's going to be a big MCU cameo or something going on. So, We'll see um, if someone shows up at some point, but definitely um, enjoying that show a lot. So um, those are both episodes. Um, again, both very good episodes. I enjoyed both of them um, pretty well. I think Halo episode was one of the better ones. And then the Moon Knight episode, honestly, I think it just keeps getting better. And I'm really loving the show so far, which has pretty much been true for all the MCU shows. But... Anyways, um, thank you for listening to me rant about those episodes. We'll go ahead and take a short little break. And then um, when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about the supernatural and ghosts and spirits and what happens after we die and all that good stuff. So again, this is Nothingness, the podcast about nothing, which is basically about everything. And we'll see you guys on the other side of the break.
Welcome back from the break. Again, this is Nothingness, the podcast about nothing. You can check us out on Twitter at nothingness underscore pod, at capjackattack on Instagram. And you can find us on anywhere you get your podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Amazon, Google, Apple, all that good stuff. Okay. So I kind of want to talk about the supernatural. Ooh. So for those who don't know, I mean, honestly, my favorite holiday is Halloween. I've always loved Halloween. Um, you know, scare movies, horror movies, not necessarily like the gore type, but I've always liked supernatural type things. Um, speaking of supernatural, one of my favorite TV shows of all time is Supernatural. Huge man crush on Dean Winchester. But I've always enjoyed creatures, you know, vampires, werewolves, and lore that deals with any of those. Um, I pretty much will almost watch any movie or TV show that involves any kind of creature, supernatural things going on, ghost, spirits, stuff like that. It's very interesting um, to me. And part of it is, like, don't necessarily believe in the creatures, but... Definitely have some sort of belief in spirits being around us and ghosts and stuff like that. So, like, I definitely believe that there are spirits around. No, not necessarily watching us, but, I mean, we can talk about what happens after death, you know, different religions. We've talked about that before a little bit. You know, the afterlife is a big part of what religion is. And I think a lot of fascinations with um, death and what happens afterlife um, is interesting. And, you know, I definitely feel like we just don't go up into thin air and just disappear. I just don't think that's the way that things work. Um you know, we could have conversations about, you know, being like the Matrix and being a brain in the vat. And maybe we're not actually in the body, but we're watching through the body or, you know, there's tons of different thoughts and ideas. But I definitely feel like there's some sort of spiritual things going on around us. Um, I definitely sense spirits sometimes, as creepy as that sounds. Um, I definitely agree that animals, reason part I love having dogs and cats around is I think they see those spirits and they can protect you from them, stuff like that. Um, I have a black cat that lives with me right now, and I'm pretty sure that he summons demons from hell all the time. I'm just kidding. But um, I definitely believe there are spirits out there, not necessarily out to get you or kill you or anything, but... They're definitely out and around. I know my last apartment, there was um, one that hung out um, on my staircase and just kind of was always there. Didn't really, like, do anything. Just was there observing. Never had any, like, creepy moments or anything. But he definitely could sense he was there. I know one of the dogs that was with me at the time, Bean Sprout, would bark at him or it all the time. Them. And you could tell that she definitely sensed there was something there. I feel like I kind of talked about this with my roommate Haley the other night. I feel like Jack just like, I think he observes it and he realizes it. He just kind of doesn't care. You know, Jack just doesn't give a fuck. 
and he'd just rather go to sleep. I'm not sure if Molly's in tune to it. Um, I know Toothless, the cat, definitely is. And um, I'm pretty sure, like, my other family dog's kind of in tune. But anyways, just random stuff. It's, I don't know, it's always interesting to talk about and think about, you know. I definitely believe that there's some sort of spirits, ghost-type things. I believe in aliens. Not necessarily believing in, like, vampires, werewolves, stuff like that. But those supernatural things are just always so interesting in the media. But then, I mean, in real life, it definitely... There are impacts. Um, I know with one of the um, pet hotels I worked at, um, it was definitely haunted. And there was always stories about different things that go on. I know my one little story is I was working an overnight. I was the assistant manager at the time. And I was going through and folding laundry. And I was over on the one side of the hotel. There was two sides to it. And this one side, it was a slow night, so we didn't have any dogs over there. And I was by the laundry room, folding laundry and putting it on top of one of the kennels that had a top on top of it. And I was purposely putting it in the middle of the kennel to make sure it like, wasn't falling down, anything like that. And about like halfway through kind of piling up stuff, and I turn around to go put another piece of laundry on there, another folded towel or blanket or something, and everything that I folded before was on the ground. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. There's no one around over there or anything. I just kind of picked it up, put it back, just kept doing my thing, and then I was like, you know, curious. I was a system manager, so I had access to the office, so I'm like, yeah, let's go check it out. I go over to the office, I pull up the cameras, because we obviously have cameras and everything, and I go to pull up that moment, and you can literally see, like, I'm folding laundry, putting it in the middle, and then just before I turned around again, all of a sudden it all went staticky, and, like, black and staticky, and then the next thing that it shows again is I'm looking at the stuff on the ground and have this weird look, and I even glance up at the camera. So there was definitely something there. Um, there were a lot of different occurrences. Associates talked about, you know, seeing spirits, having weird things like that. I remember that day, I didn't really, like, freak me out, but I didn't spend a lot of time on the other side of that hotel where um, it was. I spent a lot of time over with the dogs. I know that was always one thing, too, when Associates found out, like, about the little stories of the haunted and stuff, they kind of, like, freak out and not want to do overnights. But it's, like, honestly, with the overnights, like, it's one of the safest places to be because you got all those dogs. They'll usually protect you. Usually the spirits aren't going to do anything around the dogs. At least that's my general consensus from what I know and what I believe with the spirits and all that. But anyways, as Molly, um, you might be hearing her right now on the recording, she is... Um, going beast mode and spinning around in a circle. So sorry if that's messing with the audio. But anyways, um, like when the morning person came in, I totally just like didn't even give a follow through. I just, um, or a pass down. I just wrote a note in the back and I just said, read the note in the back. I just got out of there. Cause I was like, nope, not doing this today. Um, but I've had instances like that. I know, um, the other hotel that I ended up running, the store side was haunted. 
Um, you know, every now and then if you were working overnights, you'd see like clip strips kind of just suddenly start blowing. Um, people had, um, visions of, you know, it was a girl. I know it sounds very generic, but with black hair and a white dress and just kind of staring, um, wasn't like malevolent or anything, but there was something different about it. And there was something where, you know, you never talk to people about it and they all had the same story so there's definitely had to be something there um i know me and melissa my sibling had talked about would definitely think my uh, one of my grandma's houses was haunted when we were younger um but yeah i definitely think there's spirits around there again not necessarily out to get you um i've always felt like i've kind of been in tune with it a little bit i know um my bestie Kears is, you know, a little bit into the witchy stuff and, you know, in tune with spirits and stuff like that. Melissa um, does tarot card readings and it's kind of with the spiritual world. I tend to have those type of people around me. My current roommate, Haley, she's, you know, kind of in tune with that. We did a tarot card reading the other day. Um not necessarily someone who, like, full on, like, oh, yeah, this stuff is always 100%. But I always definitely think it's um interesting to see. Um, So, like, with mine, I guess we can talk about it a little bit. It basically came up. It talked about, you know, at a crossroads with making decisions, um, dealing with financial stuff and career paths and stuff like that kind of hit the nail on there um and just mainly dealing with that and there's just some interesting things that kind of came up i'm not going to go into full details but um you know it really did kind of hit with some of the stuff i've been dealing with um you know frustrations with the world in general and things that i'm working on and i guess there was a positive out of it you know it kind of talked about the reading at least talked about, hey, there's these two paths you can go on, but you know what? Neither path is wrong. There's there's good things on both paths. It just depends which way you go. And I kind of like that idea, honestly. Like, you know, whenever you make a tough decision, um, again, if you want to get into astrology, stuff like that, I'm a Libra, you know, the scales. Um, <laughs> I sometimes have a tough time making decisions, put a lot of thought into it. I'm all about balance. And that's always something too, where it's like, you know, every decision you have your pros and cons and there's could be one way or one or the other. So, you know, thinking about the fact that there's two roads that you could take, but they're both be successful. They're just going to be different roads and have different successes, stuff like that. It's kind of a um, nice little thought, <laughs> but you know, making decisions, um, you know, career choices, life choices, stuff like that, you know, dealing with whether it's um, dating, personal relationships, family stuff, friend stuff, work, living situations, just bills. Um, I mean, we don't need to talk about again how expensive everything is these days, but just all those type of things, you know, it... It's just part of life, and those decisions um, come and go, 
Again, I think I might have got a little off topic, but I think it's um, interesting when you kind of talk about astrology or you talk about tarot card readings and spiritual worlds, stuff like that, and everything just goes hand in hand. You know, there's something out there I've talked about. I'm agnostic, like don't necessarily pick one religion, don't necessarily like think there is one God out there, but there's definitely some sort of spiritual being that is in control of things and there's definitely stuff going on because I don't think this is just it and we're just human bodies living here. There's got to be other spiritual things going on, stuff like that. So um, it's definitely interesting to talk about. Um, I will save it for another episode, but it'll be fun to kind of talk about aliens a little bit, life on other planets and things like that. And it ties into a different area, but interesting but um i would love to hear stories if you guys have stories about interactions with ghosts or spirits you know um i know my roommate told a story the other day about like um a spirit kind of just you know looking over watching her um i feel like that's kind of like with the one in my old apartment was that way it was just kind of watching um you know, they say people that are no longer with us, if they're in your dream, um, it means they're watching you and trying to communicate with you, maybe. Um, I've definitely had that in cases before with um, my grandma who passed away. Um, so she might be, I don't know, I've always thought she would haunt me, but um, maybe she's trying to reach out to me, help me with decisions, stuff like that. But it's definitely interesting to think about, like, the spiritual world and what could be out there and how we interact with it. And, you know, it's, it's again, it's whatever you believe in. You don't have to be, think about it. Some people, I think, choose to ignore it. You might not think it exists. That's fine. You might not think, kind of like me, where, like, hey, I feel like there's something out there, but I really don't know what it is. And not necessarily going to go out and try to figure it out. It's just, it is what it is. But, you know, that's part of what life is, is we figure stuff out as we go. But um, I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts. Um, you can reach out at, at nothingness underscore pod or on Instagram at capjackattack. I'd, I'd just love to hear your guys' thoughts, maybe talk about a couple of people's um, accounts or stuff like that. That would be fantastic for the next episode. But just talk about Supernatural and spirits and the things around us because you know but the world works in mysterious ways but anyways um i'm gonna go ahead and um wrap us up soon let's take a short little break and then we'll do a little wrap up and we will bid farewell but thank you again for tuning in to nothingness the podcast about nothing Hey everyone, welcome back to Nothingness, the podcast about nothing. Again, I just want to thank everyone for tuning in. Um, this was episode six, um, I guess our seventh episode, but our sixth full episode of the episode format and everything had that little bonus episode and stuff. And I just wanted to thank everyone because um, I know there are some viewers out there. Um, not a lot, but there are some. Hopefully we'll grow some more, but I appreciate everyone who's been tuning in. I hope it's bringing some sort of entertainment to your life, whether you want to keep um, yelling at your um, 
at me over the <laughs> waves of how stupid I am or, you know, you agree on some things or different things like that. Get you thinking, get you talking, stuff like that. But definitely would love to hear you guys' feedback. If you know me personally, reach out um, again at CapJackAttack on Instagram or at nothingness underscore pod. Um, feel free to give us a follow, send a message. Um, let me know what you want to talk about. If you want to be on the show, I'm definitely looking into getting some guests on here at some point. Um, at this point, you know, have six full episodes, seven episodes done. I, I think I'm going to keep going. So I definitely enjoying this. Um, and I just want to thank everyone for listening. I appreciate um, friends and family supporting and just everyone who's listening. Um, I appreciate your support and um, listen to me rant about random shit. And, I appreciate it. So um, we'll go ahead and um, call it a day today. Um, thank you for listening. Um, I think there's more more topics to go off where we can go into more details on some of them. Um, next week, we'll definitely talk about um, Halo. We got the Halo episode. Um, the next one is going to be episode five. And then we're going to have episode four of Moon Knight. So we'll definitely talk about that next week. I might get a bonus episode, just a little like sneak peek. Um, we've been watching some movies. Um, I saw the second Sonic movie. Um, I'm actually going to go see tonight after I finish posting this. I'm going to go see Ambulance, the new Michael Bay movie. Um, there's some stuff I wanted to talk about with... Um, auteur theory and stuff like that that might be an interesting conversation and um talk about my college days with michael bay stuff like that and then um also fantastic beast comes out this weekend so another big movie so um might do an episode just to talk about those movies a little bit um i know uh, my brother-in-law is excited for um, Texas Deathmatch on Rampage um, tomorrow night on Friday between Adam Page and Adam Cole. So I'm probably going to go over there and watch that. So maybe I'll talk a little bit about that. And I talked about the um, trios match on this episode that's going to be coming up as well with um, the Blackpool Combat Club. So um, a lot of stuff that we talk about. So you um, don't be surprised if we get a little bonus episode um, this weekend or earlier in the week. But Again, thank you guys for reaching out or for listening, and then feel free to reach out. Um, again, at nothingness underscore pod on Twitter or at capjackattack on Instagram. And again, this is nothingness, the podcast about nothing, which basically means it's about everything. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts. Our host is Anchor. And on Spotify, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Google, and all that good stuff. But anyways, um, thank you again for tuning in. And you guys have a good rest of your day, evening, morning, whatever it is, whenever you're listening. And I will talk to you guys next time. Thank you again. And... This is Nothingness signing off.